0: Ahava and blessings. Welcome to this episode of Hold the Shekhinah. This podcast is a co-creation designed to support us all in remembering, in awakening and in integrating and in embodying the light of our soul. I am your host. My name is Aria. I am a Reiki Master, ordained Magdalene Priestess, energy, and sound healer. And in this episode, well, let's uh, start with a little backstory. So, the idea since I started a series on the energetic portals in the body, the chakra system, last week, I was going to move on to the heart and the high heart this week. However, Spirit is guiding me differently today and it is something that I have spoken about with some of my clients, with a lot of my friends and a lot in my community, in our community and it's a little bit delicate. So I will preface this that I will be speaking on this episode about lineage healing and a lot of traumas that we hold in our energetic bodies and our physical bodies that can translate into our physical body as illness. I will be speaking about the trauma that is held in the land and particularly the land where you currently reside and how to begin the process of unraveling and clearing this karma, trauma, all that is related to this. So if that is not something you wish to hear... (laughs) Um, Please feel free to listen to one of the other episodes as this might get deep and it might be triggering for some people Um, as um, I will also share my experiences with this and some of my own triggers and how I work through them. So um, I recently moved to Atlanta, Georgia, and it is something it's the Bible Belt in the United States for those that do not um, that are listening that are not from the United States. And I don't know if you know a lot about the history of this land, but this land has a very deep, dark history. And I was living in California, so I'm raised in New York. Obviously, every single land we're on, we have a karmic connection to. So whether we travel there, whether we live there, whether we drive through there, um, although if we're driving through somewhere, the karma that you have to that land is far less less significant. Well, significant might not be the right word. It's less intense. Let's just put it that way. But if you live somewhere, if you were born somewhere, if you spend a significant amount of time, if you feel called to certain places in the world, you have a karmic connection and karma can be good or bad. So don't take that as like, it's always going to be negative because it's not there are places in this world that you can go to and you will activate your gifts more and more of your soul essence because you go to these places because you lived lifetimes in these spaces and these locations on earth where you performed or you held different gifts so i lived in california for almost eight years and in southern california in particular and i traveled throughout i traveled to to the desert, to Joshua Tree, to Mount Shasta, several times, Santa Barbara. I California just has a really, really special place in my heart, even though I don't agree with a lot of what has been going on in California. But you know what? You can love some place and not agree with it, just like you can love people and not agree with the way they're going about things. That is perfectly normal. You can hold both energies within you. So California has its own history. There is the gold rush, there is the settlers, there is the Indians that were, sorry, let me use the correct terminology, the Native Americans that were relocated. Um, However, there wasn't the added layer of trauma of slavery. So um, the activations I received in California were significant and immense. Like my soul expanded, my gifts expanded to a degree that I just, I can't even verbalize. But it was, California was really, really good to me. And I'm very grateful for that land. And while I was there, I learned many more things. I delved into deeper spirituality and mysticism and working with the land and offerings to the land. So I got to know the land of California very well and I would always give offerings to the land, whether it was the land in my backyard, the land when I went on hikes, the land when I went on retreats or went to different vortex energetic points in California. So it is very important, and I cannot stress this enough, for us to connect to the earth that we are on. This, The part of this body of Gaia that we reside in, our connection to it is very deep. It's ancestral. It holds the keys not only to the activation of our gifts, but also to the the healing and the liberation of aspects of yourself that need to be shed. And what has come through for me is to, as to why I'm speaking about this is because we just had the Lionsgate portal, the 8-8. And it is a powerful, this is a powerful date. And a lot of DNA upgrades, a lot of activations are happening. You feel the energy. And a lot of it has to do with lineage clearing and clearing of past lifetime and stuff. Because in order for us to embody and integrate the upgrades that we, that are here for us to receive, we have to make room. And how do we make room? We make room by purifying, by clearing, by letting go, by allowing ourselves to purge and shed the old stuff that doesn't serve us. Just think of, just think of what, what, how nature renews herself. In the fall, after the harvest, you prune back some branches, you, you know, take off the dead fruit, like you always set the stage for the springtime by clearing, by taking from the tree what is no longer serving that tree or that bush or that brush, whatever it is. It's the same with us. We are all interconnected and we are all energetic beings primarily. So California holds a very special place for me and I did many offerings, offerings with my moon blood, offerings of my prayer, my voice, my song, my crystal healing bowls, the drums, all of it. Um, And it was a very magical time for me and um, time for me to really step into my my power and my sovereignty as a healer and as a guide and as a way show and as a light bearer for this new earth that we are co-creating. So then um, I got the news that the move to Atlanta was possible and I've never been attracted to this part of the United States. It's never been like, oh, I want to go to Atlanta. It's just not been, or I want to go to Georgia. Um, I was always fascinated with the movie Gone with the Wind. Um, And while that may not be politically correct, um, I don't do politically correct, um, just so you know that about me. I will speak my truth with respect and grace. And I invite everyone to please do the same with respect and grace. And that's the space that I hold, because that is important to me. It's important for us all, for me, to be in integrity and in alignment and to share my truth in a way that can be received as gracefully as possible. So that's pretty much been my only connection to this land. And I, while I love New Orleans, love that Creole culture of that part of Louisiana, I love Southern Florida, like Atlanta, Georgia, never been on my radar it's never been somewhere that my soul was like there i want to go there Um, (laughs) um, it's not like for me and my relationship with with spain with france i lived in paris for a couple of years with italy with england like my relationship with egypt like that's like a far deeper connection so i approached my move as typical cancer, dragging her feet, um, and, you know, kind of side walking each way back and forth. Cause I, it wasn't something I really wanted to do. However, I was, I spoke to one of my sisters and mentors and the guidance and actually the insight that I received was that I have a mission here on this land. And I was like, okay. And I, I've been like speaking to the land making offerings on the property that I live on, you know, I offer my moon blood, I sing to the flowers, I plant, I I garden, and I really have been working on connecting with this land, really feeling the energy of Georgia, the energy of Atlanta. And what keeps coming, what has kept coming up for me, and it continues to come up for me, is the deep healing and activation that is happening and needs to happen with the people with the land with society here it's very um, and it's it's something that is triggering for me because I see I, I go about my day and I see people going about their experience as a human completely unconscious and unaware disconnected from the land disconnected from their own body and it's come to me that this is a trauma response like if we if we have experienced trauma in our lives in our lineage in our families in our relationships we hold that in our energy body we hold that in our physical body and we we start tuning out And we don't tune into the earth because the memories that can flood back in are incredibly painful. So for me, it's been a process of really holding grace and holding compassion for this land and for every person I meet. And it's not going to say it's easy because everything, as you know, with all things, it may sound easy to do, but in practice, it's often one of the most difficult things you can do, I'm going to take a sip of tea. So it came through for me today while I was driving and I was looking at the all the churches and I was looking at the landmarks and I was thinking, I'm like, wow, there are layers and layers and layers of unraveling that has to happen in this space. There is obviously there's the trauma of slavery of and then there's the trauma of not just slavery but the trauma of the native american the creek and other native american societies that were forced off this land this is the land of where if i'm not mistaken like the trail of tears began here i remember seeing that somewhere but i'm like again do your own research please because I, I will say that I may not be remembering that correctly. So, but the Native Americans were forcibly in many cases removed from this land, or they signed a treaty giving away their rights to this land. So there's there's that trauma of basically having to pick up your roots and go into the West, into the wilderness, and have people die on that, have children starve, have trauma and and bandits happen to you like situations happen to you like there's a lot of trauma that came with that trail of tears and not to mention the the slavery layer of it and then there's the confederate war um the civil war that happened here and then i think there was also other wars so basically there's trauma upon trauma upon trauma and layers of stuff That so many people don't want to process because it's very hard to look at yourself and to look at the way that you are saying, speaking, behaving, what have you, and admit that you, what you're doing is not, the way you're behaving is not necessarily the correct, humane way, a way that is aligned with the infinite consciousness that is god goddess like there's there's has to be a disconnect if you're going to behave in a racist way or in a judgmental way which is another thing because then there's the trauma of religion organized religion that basically isn't the religion of your ancestors so you're disconnected not just on uh a physical level from your own body, from the earth, from the land you're on. You're also disconnected mentally. You're disconnected from the your ancestors. You're disconnected from like you're disconnected basically from all of those things. Well they're not really things from all of those truths that you hold in your DNA. You've little by little society has conditioned you and I'm included in this because I had to unravel this stuff too and process it, conditioned us to take on these identities and these ways of being that is in discord with our soul. So when I was driving, I was like, okay, I have to speak about this. So this is a time for us to reclaim those aspects of ourselves that are our truth and to let go of all the bullshit, all the nonsense. It's time to let go. It's time to really step into alignment with your soul, alignment with the divine, to really come home Yes, that's what came through. Come home to who your soul incarnated to be. And I had an experience where, I guess because I'm Hispanic, um, so my lineage is um, Peruvian, Spanish, Croatian. Um, I'm sure there's Native American in there. There's definitely some um, ancestry that were slaves enslaved peoples um but you know this is simply you know the the mishmash that is being latin american there is so much racism within the latin america community colorism within like just and just like this deep this deep infighting tribal so if you're if you're mexican you don't necessarily like to be mistaken for Dominican or Puerto Rican, or, and like it goes all around. It's the same. We hold that whether we are Latin American, whether we are African American, whether we are American. Well, technically, you're not American because you're not Native American. So I will say this to the white people like, you're not native to this land. Hate to break it to you, but your roots may be in Ireland or in England or in Germany or whatever like it doesn't matter. But those are your true roots. So for me to see people behaving like, well, this is my land, when they're not Native American, (laughs) and Native American from this particular land, I just kind of look at it and think it's interesting and kind of comical. Because, again, that just feeds into that idea of separation. Anytime that we believe that we are better than another human being by virtue of our skin, by virtue of our our educational level, by virtue of the amount of money we have, by virtue of the car that we drive or the house or you name it. We are disconnecting ourselves from source, God, goddess. That right there is a disconnection. Anytime we have the thought that my belief is better than yours, my God is the true God. You're creating that disconnection and you're feeding that disconnection. So it's, it's layers and it's deep and no one wants to look at themselves and be like, damn, I have some pretty racist, elitist, classist tendencies. Um, <laughs> but we have to Look at ourselves. We have to have the courage to have the self-awareness to be able to catch ourselves in our bullshit. Because we cannot heal. We cannot activate, integrate the gifts that want to come through us if we are not willing to put the garbage out. Like really start taking stock of what we say to ourselves, what we say to one another. And it doesn't matter if we actually verbalize it. If we're thinking it, it's creating a frequency. It's creating a vibration. And that vibration is imprinting itself on your energetic field. And then you're going to attract more of that so whether it's chaos whether it is anger whether it is suffering whether it is grief we start to vibrate at that frequency so what i found interesting moving here was how unaware people are coming on this land like they they don't understand that the moment that you set foot on any land, you're activating the memories of that land. So, and the memories of that land that have to do with your lineage and your connection to that land. So African American people who come here just thinking they're going to party and let loose, all they're doing when they do that unconsciously is replaying the traumas of their ancestors of the people who were enslaved because they haven't awakened to the fact that they are connected to the land and that their ancestors their bloodline comes from either this land or, or had a similar situation in a, in a land that was part of this southern region of the United States and it's disheartening yeah, that's the word excuse me, it's disheartening and and I feel my throat chakra because it's like my throat chakra is like, don't say it, don't say it. But I have to say it. It's disheartening to see people feel like they don't matter, continue to devalue themselves, or to place value in aspects that are... In aspects that are not their true nature. They are, we all, at one point in time or another, have associated ourselves with certain accoutrements of power, success, status, without really understanding that none of that defines us. Just like your experiences and traumas and limiting beliefs don't define you. The clothes you wear, the money in the bank, the house, the car, your educational pedigree, none of it defines who you are. All of that is at the moment of your transition to the ethers, all of that is irrelevant. We don't take any of it with us. All we take are the lessons that we have lived how much love we had in our heart, how much compassion, how much grace, how much understanding, how much wisdom we acquired, that gets stored. That we take with us. We don't take the money. We don't take the cars. We don't take our NYU degrees. Um, We don't take the job we held. We don't take that with us. So it's been... It's been really interesting to be here and to be in this land and to feel, because I'm, I'm an empath and I, I feel everything. <laughs> it's like I have to put up bubbles and bubbles of protection and I have to catch when I'm feeling someone else's trauma being felt in my body and I have to be like, whew, that's not me just let it go but it's very important for us to begin to develop a conscious relationship with with the land that we are on and this is the land that we are on wherever we are and and whether we're traveling somewhere on vacation there's a reason you're going there what does that land have to share with you and there are some white people that that believe that well because of society is structured this way i'm entitled to this way of being or i you know my family weren't you know weren't slave owners we didn't come to the united states till after slavery ended so therefore i don't have a personal responsibility I don't have a connection to that trauma that happened to those people. And to those people, like, I'm sorry to break it to you, but you do, you do absolutely do have a connection to the land and to the traumas of others. Why? Because we are all interconnected. We are all mirrors of one another. We are all sparks of the divine. So if suffering and misfortune and rape, and abuse, and torture, and enslavement, and indoctrination, and if all of this happened on the land that you are on, we all have that responsibility to do our part to start healing this land, because just like water holds a memory, it holds memory, it holds energy, so does the land the land holds the imprints of what has occurred on that land when i was driving through the southwest there were times when i was in tears around what was it new mexico nevada somewhere over there um I was in tears going through the reservations and basically just had my hands out sending healing to the land and to the people because I felt the pain and the suffering. And not everyone is as sensitive as me, and that's that's a good thing. <laughs> good for you. However, it doesn't mean that that those imprints are not held in the earth and you don't have to feel them. Like you don't have to feel them the way I feel them in order to do something for the land. So whether it is singing to the land, connecting on a hike and really admiring every tree, whether it is touching a tree that calls to you, and asking the tree, please share your wisdom with me. Share your knowledge of the lifetimes you have seen on this land. Put your hands on the earth and ask the earth, what do you need? What can I do to help this little patch heal so that you can take this wherever it needs to be? Take this energy of healing. Take this energy of love, of abundance, of beauty. Take this energy wherever it is needed. What can I do? The more that we connect to the land, the more that we will open up because the earth, Pachamama, Mother Gaia, she is our mother. She is one of our mothers. And she is providing all of the abundance, all of the nurturing, all of the clearing that we need because we can clear into the earth. With gratitude, with grace, we can let go of our traumas into the earth. We can do this through prayer. We can do this through meditation. We can do this through gardening. Everything that we do with intention, drumming, we can use this as a stepping stone, a way to transform and alchemize the frequency and raise the frequency. Raise the frequency of the land that you are on. Crystal singing bowls, singing, sacred mantras, meditation, beaming healing and love, connecting with nature, connecting with the trees. All of it helps. Offering your moon blood. Offering prayers. Blessing water and offering water. All of that helps. All of that is is a gift and a blessing to the earth. The indigenous people would always make offerings to the land. It was it was their religion. It was it was their their culture. You know, if they desired a child or if they desired to conceive or if they desired, you know, a bountiful harvest or what what A good hunt, whatever it was, before they went out and took action, took action to do the things they needed to do, they made an offering to the earth. They made an offering to the nature spirits, to the tree spirits, to the animal spirits. And then when they harvested, when they came back with an antelope or a buffalo, to feed the village, they would bless that animal. They would bless that life. They would bless the herd so that they would continue to multiply, so they would continue to have food. We live in a a symbiotic relationship with everything that is around us. All things we have a relationship with, but We live in a society that teaches us that we are all individuals and we are all separate. So it is a deep unraveling and a deep, deep programming. It's basically like a defragmenting of the hard drive. So you get rid of the, the files that, you know, you don't need, the software that you don't need and use, the corrupt software, the viruses and all that nonsense. You get rid of it and you have to refragment the hard drive same thing with our energetic bodies we have to shed clear what needs to be cleared allow yourself to let it go and have the courage to step into a new version of yourself because that oftentimes is the scariest thing because we don't know who we are without the trauma that we've been holding on to that baggage those that Louis Vuitton set of luggage <laughs> <laughs> that we inherited okay maybe maybe yours is not Louis Vuitton maybe it's uh, Samsung Samson Knight yes that's what I'm looking that's the word I'm looking for whatever it doesn't matter but that those cases of nonsense that you've been carrying from lifetimes aren't you tired I know I I was tired and I still am tired of the few fucking things I have left I'm just like oh just like let's go I'm done if you're tired of carrying and repeating the same patterns, it's time to liberate yourself. And the only person that can do that is you. It takes courage and strength to step into an unknown, completely new version of yourself. Just like for me with this move, I was teaching and leading sound healings and I had my work going in person in Los Angeles here I'm just like "Uh, I don't know what to do here so I opened myself to receive and today I reached out to the first space where hopefully I will be doing in-person sound healings and other events So, but it's, I needed to settle into what this land needed before I could take the step to say, this is what I have to offer. What can we co-create? What can we manifest together? So it's, um, I invite you to look at where you hold prejudices, judgment, judgment, resentment, grief, sadness, anger, all of it. I invite you to look at those emotions. See what comes up for you, particularly during the sound healing. And allow yourself, give yourself the freedom to not just feel it without judgment, without guilt, shame, or blame, Feel it. Hold yourself in a space of unconditional love and start letting that shit go. Start letting it go. Just start releasing into the earth, releasing into the ethers, asking the land what it is that the land needs, making an offering to the land, even if it's just water, even if it's a prayer. Whatever we do to connect with the earth, to connect with our soul, to connect with our bodies is going to have a profound effect on our human experience and on deepening our connection to our soul and to the divine. Everything is interconnected. It doesn't matter if you have a tendency, like me, I have a tendency to kind of look down on people that aren't as well it's happened it's happening much less frequently but i will say this it used to be my tendency to because i'm quite well educated i speak several languages fluently i'm well traveled it kind of was a little well yeah i was a lot i was very elitist and classist and in some ways racist in the way that i looked down on other human beings because they weren't as cultured or worldly or whatever stupid verbiage you want to use as I am and it takes it took balls to really just be like you know what Arya, that's bullshit like just be this is not you like you are not this person who is this judgmental and this harsh and critical. And then I, I started unraveling that within myself. And then I began to just kind of see all the ways that I was that way towards myself. Because whatever, whatever we project onto any other person, pl- place, thing, doesn't matter. We project, we embody in ourselves. We feel towards ourselves because again, there is no separation. So the more that I was able to cultivate grace and love and acceptance and free myself from the judgments that weren't even true, the more that I was able to really embrace and expand the love that I held for myself. And the kindness that I have been able to, to give myself as I have evolved into the person that I am now. So just because your family is a certain way or you have been a certain way for 40 whatever years or 30 or 59 or doesn't matter. Just because you've lived a certain way and experienced certain things it does not mean that that is who you have to be. Now unless you choose consciously and with full awareness and intention behind your actions to behave that way, then by all means, carry on and do what you're going to do. Because again, we are beings that are gifted with free will. So if you wish to continue behaving in a way that is feeds the control narrative, feeds the manipulation, feeds the distortion and the separation then that is your choice. Just like if people choose not to awaken, not to become conscious, and, un- and consciously, consciously embody their power, that's their choice on this in this particular timeline. Because, and and no one can judge that person's experience. Why? Because we don't know what they lived that last li- last lifetime. Maybe last lifetime they were kicking ass and taking names and just evolving and evolving and evolving and evolving. And this lifetime they're just like, oh, hell with it. I'm just gonna chill. I don't wanna wake up. I don't wanna have to work on myself. I don't wanna have to do jack. I just wanna be and I wanna be asleep. We we can't this is why we shouldn't judge. Because we don't know what that soul is going through. We don't know their lessons. We don't know what they came here to do or not do. We don't know that. So hold everyone and yourself in grace and in love. Let's start letting go. One like, And if you've been on this journey, keep doing it. Like, Keep unraveling those layers. Keep peeling back the, the scaffold that is around the luminous being the luminous light body that you are th- that your soul clear the nonsense clear the bullshit clear the scaffolding around it so you can shine in full integrity in full consciousness in full awareness shine your light if you are listening to this this is this is what you came here to do If you are listening to my words, you came here to do this. There are no coincidences. There are no accidents. There are no maybes. Everything that is for you is for you and will come or has come to you at the point in time where your consciousness was ready to receive it. And if you are receiving this now, let's step it up because we, this world needs us. This earth needs us the new earth that is being birthed in this moment, shifting, awakening, raising her bond vibration, raising her consciousness. She needs our help to do this, to unravel the layers of trauma that are upon her body, the scars. Lovingly hold a salve to those scars wherever you are on this earth. Whether it is the traumas in Ireland with the famine and and the re what was it, the reorganization of, of the land that was owned by the British or the Scottish Highlands. Like wherever you are in this world, something has happened on that land. Something that needs to be healed. Something that needs to be connected to and cleared so we can reintegrate the earth into her light body into her full fifth dimensional light grid activating every single one of those points on this earth and that is the healing i am sending for this land for this land of georgia for the people on this land and for the people in every land mass on this earth in the earth all the different layers all the different timelines of gaia i thank you for listening and i will we will move on to the sound healing for this episode and if you like this subscribe (laughs) share give me a review Uh, I look forward to hearing from you and to receiving your wisdom, because we all have wisdom to share with one another. Many blessings to you, loves. Ahava.